Wait, Wait what? what? Really? really? Okay. Okay. With your host, Lauren Weissman. This is a fully licensed theme song for the show. scared of most life coaches and why you should be too is the title of wait what really okay episode 41 now i'm adding the word there most because there are a few and i will i mean a limited few that are life coaches out there that are genuinely connecting with their clients they're making a genuine difference that many of these people couldn't do on their own They're helping with aspects of structure, direction, connecting, networking, motivation that includes information, that that, that broad motivation that people get into, that, you know, affirmation thing. And I have no problem with affirmations. But when you're spending the bulk of your time working on inspiration, when you're working to find a direction without getting directions to move forward, then you're cycling in this pay-to-play, motivational, just swamp. And the only person that's benefiting is this life coach. As you circle around and continue to feel motivated, and for some reason motivated to pay, and yet you don't move forward. I've talked with a lot of people that have spent a lot of money on life coaches. And I would say it is less than 5% And people have directed me to these coaches. And oftentimes, they don't really refer to themselves as life coaches. They are life coaching, but they have experience. They have skills. They have the ability to teach. It goes beyond this certification. And, oh, I'm I'm sorry. This whole, you can be a certified life coach, please stay away from me. Please stay far away from me. If you can't go and get direction, and I'm not somebody saying that you need to get a degree or you don't need to get a degree, but if you can put the effort into getting your life coaching official certificate, I'm sorry. I personally don't want anything to do with you. And from what I've seen of the people that have those, how they talk to people, how they train people, it is the closest thing to that you know, snake oil salesman, magic in a bottle, give me a break kind of situation. It's a challenging world. And yes, motivation and feeling, lack of motivation, feeling down, not feeling like you can do it. Okay, it leads you to read this book or pay this person. But is this really where you need to be? Is this really going to be the thing to push you through? And have you noticed that right now, here we are in the end of 2016, going into 2017, we have more people trying to get paid to teach people how to do things that they've never been able to do themselves and that they've never really had a part of. They just wired around motivations and some very vague books. This book says to do this. This book says to do that. All you got to do is believe. Oh, you just got to get up in the morning. Oh, you've got to say these things three times in a row, five times in a row. You've got to do this. Oh, let's talk about when Jim Carrey wrote a check for himself to himself for a million dollars and then had the chance to cash it however many years later. Is that a, motiv- is, is that a motivational story? Yes. But where is the time going in that's directly affecting you? 
Where is the time that's going into figuring out the aspects of what you need to do for your business, for your brand, for your dream? With the commitment of just do this kind of affirmation or do this kind of thing or read this book, it's amazing how many people will go out and spend so so much money and so many hours to read around the basic foundation of inspiration without studying up and learning and finding information or education to move them forward. And it's not just a millennial thing. It goes at all ages. I was at a meeting and I thought it was something that it wasn't. And I started hearing different stories about, well, you want to, you know, you want to dial into where, you know, imagining what, where you're going to be in a year and what you're going to be saying and how you're going to be feeling after you have, you know, made all that money or have all those clients and setting goals. I understand an aspect of goals. I under I understand an aspect of putting things out there. I also under, understand an aspect that a lot of that isn't anybody else's business. I have my goals, and I've shared my goals with some people that are close to me. I have certain numbers I want to hit. I have certain things I want to take care of. I have certain time frames that I want to reach. And I am someone that does, I don't want to call it prayer or affirmation, but I do go through a cycle of things in the morning and in the evening. But it's a cycle and it's something that does not take up the bulk of my day. I'm not going to sit here like some of these people that as soon as they get out of college or while they were in college, they read all these different books and magically now they call themselves experts. And as opposed to creating that business or experiencing that, they can tell you anything about everything. A lot of these life coaches, I see them coming from failed businesses. I see them from being fired and now all of a sudden in the down, in the dumps, I'm going to teach you how to do that. And isn't it kind of funny though? It's like, okay, for your personality, for the lack of work that you did, for whatever reason you got fired, now you know how to teach other people. Can you learn from being fired? Absolutely. But there's just, it's an uneven balance. And again, I'm going to come back to it. There are some good life coaches I know two of them and the way that they react, the way that they interact, how they share, how they audit in a sense, what someone's doing and how they direct them to different people. And one of the life coaches, maybe it is a little bit of favoritism that when one of their clients needed branding, it wasn't the usual, just imagine and envision the brand and let it come to you and let the Logan relax with that and play in the waters and just test and don't worry about this. They ended up pointing them to me, and that ended up being a successful client that I worked with. And it's not that I'm saying that I like the life coach because they brought me a client that brought me money. That's not the point. It didn't hurt. It was the point that this particular woman was looking at everything that this other person needed, from branding elements to financial strategies to, you know, even the aspect of sending her to a therapist to deal with certain issues that needed to be dealt with. And the beauty that I, the beauty of this with this life coach, the life coach was not trying to be a therapist. It was saying, you know what? You need to have and get out these things with a professional. I'm amazed at some of these life coaches that just, you know, it's, it's curbside therapy. And in all of their, I want positivity and I want love and I want this. Some of them are very bitter and, and, and angry 
It's strange. I was listening to one that was talking about, I believe it was um, something with the art of networking and the law of attraction. And I was asked, you know, do I follow the law of attraction? And I say conceptually with certain points of it, absolutely. I, you know, I like to see certain things happen. And I do think to an extent, to an extent, good things do happen to good people. And when you have a more positive outlook, there can be a better energy there. But for me, it's just not going more frou-frou there. And this woman is sharing out about, I see... I see a clear car, I see a clear driveway or, 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 or highway, and it just clears up. And I see weather, and this weather happens, and I see this. And it was just, it was, to me, what felt like the most contrived speech. And I'm sitting here not trying to be mean, but in my head, after hearing in this meeting that this person wants like 26 clients or something, I'm like, well, why aren't you seeing your clients? And if you can park the highways and make weather change, how come you can't bring 26 people to you? And, and of course, different things have different reasons. But when the fundamental basics are all in this motivational hype machine, nothing is happening. You got to be motivated. You got to be inspired. But getting lost in reading 200 different books that are all about motivation or examples that are very linearized. You go back to certain aspects of Steve Jobs. And yes, read a Steve Jobs book if you want. But also understand, there are different stories there. Where money came in, where money was able to go out. The things that weren't filled in, where it, it wasn't, you know, the, the, the down, on their, down on their luck or going over like the singer-songwriter. I went into the Bluebird Cafe and I took my shot and then I just exploded. And there wasn't anybody in the back of the room, and we're not going to name her name, but there wasn't anybody in the back of the room with a father that had $100,000 in cash to begin the forward motion of someone's career. No, that part isn't talked about. It's just that little crawl. It's, it's that story that people, they need so much. And being inspired, again, having that story and needing that story, that's fine. But when that takes over, you go nowhere. I can't handle, if you will, too much motivation. It's not that it's not that I think motivation or inspiration is a bad thing, but I see so many of these life coaches and their whole focus is just all motivation with no information. Where do I go from here? I spoke to a woman the other day and she was telling me about all these different people telling her all these different paths. And it was like a car was being built for her, but there was no gas in the engine. So I need to figure out this, and I need to figure out that, and I need to figure out this, and I, I haven't figured out that, and my coach is telling me I need to figure this out. If you're paying them, shouldn't you be working with them? And if you've been paying them for as long as you said you have, aren't you a little annoyed with the lack of results? It ties into this thing that a, a friend of mine had talked about, the acceptance of mediocre in certain areas and the just ballistic anger in others. It's that idea of you're walking into a, uh, a Starbucks and somebody messes up your drink. And that person that just goes ballistic. You messed up my drink. I want a refund. I want a new drink. I got to go. I'm in a rush. 
this is bad, I'm going to complain, where's the manager? It's interesting that people, though, with that kind of personality, will allow a life coach to string them along for years, to string them along for months, to take a whole bunch of money. When you talk to a life coach, and, oh gosh, I mean, hearing the, hearing the pitches of life coaches, I, I try not to laugh. Because most of them, are you feeling this way about yourself? Are you feeling this way about yourself? I can help you feel better about yourself. Okay. And then it's, do you want to feel this, 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 and this? Okay. I tell you what, I want to talk to five of your clients. I want to talk to five of your clients as a vetting resource. And I don't want them to be close personal friends that just hung out on the phone with you and didn't pay. I want third-party people kind of situation, not directed to you, nothing you did for free, that they paid you, that they turned around and said, you know what, there was an ROI, there was a return on investment on this investment in this coach. And when I've asked a number of people that have gone through the life coaching uh, systems, everything from a couple weeks to a couple months to even a couple years, Again, I can easily tell you 95% of these people are like, "Uh uh-uh. And the other 5%, some of them said, you know what? I was so lazy. There were certain things where it definitely helped me, but I used it as a crutch and I sat back with it and I could have done more for me. And with some of the things that were being shared with me, I just, I used it as a crutch and I sat with it. Not a lot of people have that money or that opportunity to be able to just sit with it. So that's where some of it gets just a little bit too insane for me. And it's one of the reasons that scares me. Yes, fear. And I know, you know, life coaches take away fear. I don't like losing fear. And this isn't a motivational thing. And this isn't a life coach thing. I've done better with fear. I'm afraid of a lot of things. I borderline neurotic. I don't take medications for it. But my fear is also a driving factor into making sure that I'm learning, into making sure that I'm pushing, into making sure that I'm getting up in the morning. I don't want to be too comfortable or complacent. I want to make sure that I'm continually doing the best that I can for every single person that's working with me or that I'm working with in some form or some way. I want to turn around and you can't fix everything and you can't fix everybody and you got to let certain stuff go. That's understandable. But the fear can be good. I remember going on stage. I was always a little nervous to go on stage. Always a little nervous to speak. I've spoken a lot. I've spoken in front of a lot of big crowds. When I first started speaking, it was nerve-wracking because I used to have the drum set in front of me on stage. I had different people saying, oh, speaking must be really easy for you. I said, hell no. So I used to sit behind these drums. In some ways, they hid me. For the people that knew me back in the 90s, early 90s when I was a little nervous uh, playing out and when things started to cross over I used to have two symbols I barely used them they were a blockade for the audience so I didn't have to see them so when I flipped over to be to speaking and then going on to these places like here's a podium okay to an extent I can hide behind that and then some of these stages that didn't even have the podium that was a trip and even today it's still a bit of a workout but I like that energy and it keeps things honest and it keeps things real and it keeps me in check. That fear is good. It's a good sign for me 
to know that I'm still a little bit afraid. I'm still a little bit nervous. To me, it's a good sign when I'm shaking, when I'm double checking, when I'm questioning what's coming next, even though I know what's coming next. And it makes it a little bit more authentic, a little less perfect, and a little bit more energetic. On that same note, when I know it's a good sign, something else that I know is a good sign are E signs. Now, E signs is where everybody saves on signs. And regardless of your business, and this isn't a life coaching tip, this is a business tip, and this is a company that you got to check out. E signs makes high quality signs with low prices, quick turnaround, and fast shipping. Banners, yard signs, magnetic signs, and more produce substantially cheaper, faster, and easier than your local sign shop. The Banner Baron's goofproof guarantee, best return policy in America. We're not happy if you're not happy. Inspect your signs immediately upon delivery, and if they don't meet your high expectations, call us and we'll make it right. We'll reprint your order even if the mistake was yours. Now, where are you going to find that anywhere else? eSigns makes it easy. Design and order your signs online with a few easy clicks 24 hours a day from your computer or upload your own design. Use custom clip art that they have in backgrounds or uploading your own logo or your own photos. They can do signs for retail stores, real estate agents, garage sales, grand openings, bake sales, holidays and celebrations, parking signs, auction signs, and they can do these all in full color and custom printed just for you. I'm getting with them right now. I've got a keynote thing that I'm doing in January. I'm going to be the keynote speaker at the Treasure Coast Real Estate and Trade Expo. I've got to get my sign from them, and it's definitely going to be from them. And eSign saves you money. And eSigns can save you money, too, from listening here. Anyone that uses the promo code WAITWHAT, you're going to receive 10% off your order. So make sure to check out eSigns. And remember, there's no need to pay for shipping because every custom printed order over $49 ships for super saver free. So eSigns is where everyone saves on signs. Check out eSigns.com. It's a good sign when you go with eSigns. And another good sign beyond fear is to vet when it comes to those life coaches and due diligence and the things that we were just talking about before we talked about eSigns. The concept of saying, hey, who did you do this for? And then at the same time, beyond that, and this is where I think the life coaches get the scariest and the snake oil salesmen or and saleswomen are the worst. Somebody is sitting there and they're being paid monthly to do all these things for three months. And then all of a sudden, let's say Bob Smith wins the lottery. His life is changed. He doesn't have to worry about money anymore. If he wants to create this business, he can fund it himself. Something magical, something at the lowest percentage of usualness happened. And now this life coach is presenting it as they're doing, even though they won on a scratch ticket. Do you see what I'm getting at here? What things are happening where some of these life coaches take credit for what they do, how they did it, and now they're trying to sell that onto you. Back when I was doing music production, when I was doing drumming with certain things, when we looked at different budgets, people would say, okay, I want to do an album that sounds like what you did with this person. All right? What you're saying you can pay against what was paid for to do that, I can't do it. 
I was always very honest about that. I'm saying you're you're about 90% short on that budget. Well, you can do the same thing. No, I had that I had that many more days. I had this much more of a team. We were able to bring in vocal coaches. We were able to have extra time with mix. We were able to get this guy to master. We were able to do this for distribution. This is what was available to us when it came for promotion, for marketing, for publicity. Now, what you're saying is you can you only have this to do. You want me to do something there. It's just not going to happen. That comparison goes with the same thing with life coaches. If there's somebody that's being that's that is getting thrown hundreds to thousands of dollars a month to a life coach and this person already has a whole bunch of money and they're able to do certain things. It's that magical. Oh, we'll just buy these ads. And again, I'm not trying to rip on the dude, but oh, Gary V, I, I, I can't. I just can't connect with it. I like his vibe. He's funny. But he talks about these stories that in most cases just aren't that relatable. Yes, the overall motivation is there. But I know for a fact that if a lot of people had $4 million to start with, they could absolutely turn it into $40 million. And I'm glad that he did. And I'm, you know, I'm not jealous of his success. I'm glad he has success. The issue I carry with Gary V is vague direction in some of these books. All you need to do is this. Here's how I did that. But wait a minute, you had a team and you had money and you already had this behind you. So it made it that much easier. Explain to me on a wider rail, on a wider path, how to apply it, whether I have $4 in the bank or $4 million in the bank. When I was focusing solely on the music business, The Artist's Guide to Success in the Music Business, my second book, it was a much more realistic, down-to-earth, obtainable, and sustainable view. Whether you had a lot of money, whether you had a very little amount of money, these were ideas that came from me. And what I came from was experiencing amazing, you know, amazing albums, amazing tours, amazing successes. But I also knew what it was like to sit in the back of a VW bus. And I'm 6'4" and drive up from New York City back to Western Massachusetts or Boston, which it sucked, and play to those nobody crowds. It's that same concept. You know, Dave Grohl, just just get into a, get into a garage and, and, and just play. That's unrealistic. It doesn't work for today. I'm glad that it worked for him, and he's an amazingly talented guy. He's a great cat. But going to him for music business... It doesn't fly. He had, a, he had a whole different path. There were all sorts of other things that were happening behind the scenes and in place that allowed him the success that he had. And this ties right back to the life coaches. A lot of these life coaches, I, I remember I actually was hired by a life coach to organize their branding. We only worked together for a couple of weeks and then I had to stop. I returned the uh, second payment that they gave to me. It didn't feel good to brand this. This woman had been through nine different jobs. She's had no success. She was living off of her family and a very beautiful woman and just this, this vibe about her. But everything that she spelled out about success, she had no idea what she was talking about, no experience, And for the experiences that she had and the work that she'd done, she didn't understand what was happening on the whole. This happens with other people that have worked as lawyers, accountants, real estate, wherever. 
that have crossed over and said, well, now I'm going to be a life coach because you can't sell homes and because you can't sell homes, you can teach other people how to sell homes. Kind of worrisome. Different people have, they, they create these interesting stories that just don't balance out. They don't line up and they really, in the end, turn into this selfish thing. Why are you going to coach someone when you don't know how to do that or when you haven't experienced that? I really wouldn't want to see, I, I love seeing the Cubs. I'm from Boston. I love seeing the Cubs win the, um, the World Series this year. I'm pretty sure that Theo Epstein would not have brought in a coach that had never played baseball, that had never won, that had never studied it, that hadn't been around it. And yet so many life coaches that don't have the parallel or the resonating experiences to many of the clients that they're trying to attract and going on a vaguer thing, I can make you earn more money in your job. You know nothing about my job or how my job works or any experience, but now you know, oh, I know the overalls of network marketing and how to connect with people. No, you don't. And this idea of, you know, are you really going to bring somebody in? And maybe that person could motivate a baseball team and, and, and do that. But where is the direction? Where is the strategy? Where is the implementation? Where is the short term, the midterm and the long term plan? How is that stuff put together? Could there be an assistant coach, life coach tying into somebody that's leading? Could there be a life coaching situation where they're the types, the business, the business, the branding, the strategy coaches, I've been called a business coach and it kind of makes me shrill a little bit, but I guess at least there's the business and we're talking about branding stuff and here's the background that I have. But still, is that somebody that can be not, I don't want to say third wheel in a derogatory way, but somebody to be that in between, between that could save someone some money for that person to motivate them to do the work that they're supposed to do. Okay. That might be a little bit more viable, but bringing in these people and allowing them to just tell you in many times what you want to hear, what you've been needing to hear, the fact that you're going to be a success, the fact that as long as you're trying, I get that you try and I get that, you know, and they say, you know, you fail a whole bunch of times and you learn. I learned a lot from failures, but a lot of, and the majority of these life coaches put people in this spin cycle and it justifies failure. It goes back to that whole thing. I'm sure it was the life coach that came up with the idea. Well, Timmy lost his hockey game. Let's still walk home and celebrate with Timmy. Let's bring Timmy out to pizza and we're going to highly, we're going to push up that participation trophy. And I'm not saying to be mean to kids and I'm not saying to be mean to, to adults. And it's not necessarily about a PC thing. And some people say, it's not PC, it's just being nice. No, we need to know how to lose. We need to know just like we need to know how to win. And we need to know that when something isn't happening, we need to look a little deeper and vet it and do our due diligence and see where it's time to make a change. To track what's happening in any, in any place that you're spending money, in any time that you're committing. Okay, you just read all these great books and now you're calling yourself an expert. But you're not an expert. You're a reader. You've learned some stuff. Where is the practical application? Where does it all fly in? How does it piece together 
to allow you to be able to share this and help somebody else. Again, it's not every single life coach, but most of these life coaches scare the hell out of me. And you should be scared too. And if you need motivation, if you need inspiration, and you need it at a level on a daily style basis to go after your dream, then maybe as opposed to paying for someone to do that for you and your dream, maybe it's time to alter that and switch the dream up to something that you're a little bit more motivated to do. You're a little bit more inspired to do. That driving with directions as opposed to just building a drive and having no direction. The motivation without information. It's got to have the information behind it. It's got to have the plan. Because otherwise it's just, it's a fake. It's, it's a farce. It's a lie. And even some of these life coaches, they've bought into their own lies. And that's even worse. But do your due diligence. If that's the direction that you need to go, take the time to look at what someone is really saying and how they're genuinely helping you. If you're able to do your due diligence, if you're able to vet this coach that you brought on, if you can turn around and say, you know what, the money being spent, I'm seeing that on return on investment. Even if it's not the exact dollar, but it's getting you to get the foundations of your business, what you need to get done, your organization, your strategy, your life. If that's working, then by all means, continue to go with that coach. It's what you should be doing. But it definitely is less than 5% of those people out there. For the rest of them, look at what's being said. Look at what you're doing. Is this moving you forward? And it's not to to find some kind of magic overnight. But if you're not taking the steps that are steps toward change, growth, opportunity, and success... And you're only taking steps toward, I feel motivated. I want to get up in the morning. I want to do, um, I want to read another book. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to go see this guy speak. I'm going to become one of those Tony Robbins tour followers like the Grateful Dead people. Then maybe that's the wrong situation. It's time to cut that cord or stop drinking out of that baby bottle. You can be assisted with your motivation, with your inspiration. But make sure it is true assistance and not a snake oil salesman or saleswoman pushing you along using vague terms from other books that they've read to combine things around into phrases that they know little about, sharing about things about your life that they might know nothing about, and just leading you on this spin cycle where all you're doing is flushing out your wallet to them and not getting anywhere. So... This is Lauren Wiseman. This is Wait What Really Okay, episode 41. Talking about why I'm scared of most life coaches and why you should be too. It's not all of them. There are a couple good ones out there. But vet, do your due diligence. Ask the questions. Look for the comparisons that somebody that it worked out with has a similar budget, a similar situation, a similar business to yours. Let that first one-on-one be one-on-one both ways as many questions as you're asked ask them back secure yourself secure the growth of your motivation secure the growth of your business and you're going to make more secure and stronger moves and remember e-signs 
we got to talk about it one more time. E-Signs makes high-quality signs with low prices, quick turnaround, and fast shipping. Banners, yard signs, magnetic signs, and more produce substantially cheaper, faster, and easier than your local sign shop. And again, remember the Banner Baron's goof-proof guarantee is the best return policy in America. We're not happy if you're not happy. Inspect your signs immediately upon delivery, and if they don't meet your high expectations, call us and we'll make it right. We'll reprint your order even if the mistake was yours. So think about it. Signs for retail stores, real estate agents, garage sales, grand openings, bake sales, holidays and celebrations, parking signs, auction signs, any printed message you need for display, all in full color and custom printed for you. It's eSigns.com. And anyone that uses the promo code WAITWHAT is going to receive 10% off their order. So remember them, e-signs, where everyone saves on signs.